Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. To those of you who love him in truth, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Father, we thank you. Praise we thank Lord. you, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you thanks yes, for this message. Today's program is called His Only Begotten Son. Father, I just ask you to open many hearts to minister a revelation of Jesus Christ, a revelation of your love for us, that you so loved us, that you gave your only beloved Son, a living sacrifice for our sins on the cross of Calvary. I just pray you would open up our hearts, that you would break up that fallow ground, that hard-heartedness that comes through religion, religious practice of man, religious doctrines of men, that you would open up hearts. Amen. I just pray you would minister to many people through the words that you have given by your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 22. We're going to read about Abraham offering up his only begotten son. Genesis 22, verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order, and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad, or do anything to him. 
For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord Will Provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Acts 3.25 Peter was preaching after the lame man was healed at the temple gate. And he said, You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning every one of you from your iniquities. John chapter 3, verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? 
No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. God told Abraham to offer his only begotten son, whom he loved. Abraham obeyed without hesitation and without turning back unto the point of killing Isaac with the knife. And the angel called out of heaven and said, Lay not your hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And then again, in verse 18, he said, And in your seed, which is Christ, Galatians 3.16, Shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Because God found a man who was willing to sacrifice his only beloved son for him, he was able through him to bring forth a people through whom would come Jesus, his seed, through whom all the people of the world would be blessed if they would believe in him. Abraham loved God, he worshipped God, he feared God, he obeyed God, and so did his son, Jesus. He loved the Father, he feared his Father, and he humbled himself. Though he was tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin, to offer himself upon the cross, the spotless Lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice for all the sins of the whole human race, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It is God's love that he tested Abraham, and it is God's love that through him he brought forth his only beloved Son into the world to bless us and turning every one of us from our sins. Do you see the love of God for you in all of this? He loved you and gave his son for you. Your sins were laid on him. All the sins of the human race. God, the Bible says God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin. As we said earlier, he was tempted in every way, yet without sin to become sin on our behalf. All our sins were literally laid on him, and he literally died for our sins. And he could, because he was tempted in every way and never sinned, he could be offered, he could offer himself 
a perfect and complete sacrifice for all the sins of the human race. He bore your sins in his body on the cross because he loves you. He proved it. The Father proved it, that he gave his only beloved son for you. Now come to him and receive his love and repent and believe his sacrifice for your sins on that cross and be washed white as snow by his shed blood from all your sins and enter into his new covenant in his blood to serve Jesus with all your heart, all your days, and forever in his glorious kingdom. Praise. Atuna kosatone, pratuna kosatone, atuna kosatone, prata, prata. Thank you, Lord. I pray for mercy to interpret, Father, if you are speaking. I am God Almighty. Those of you who are listening again to my servant Rob, I say to you this day, receive my love. Receive my love. I proved my love for you when I gave my only beloved son who never did anything wrong, who always did what pleased me. And I gave him for you that he might bear your sins on that cross because I love you. This is all about my love for you. Will you receive my love this day? Receive my son. Receive his sacrifice for your sins and turn from your sins. Turn to me with all your heart that I might bless you, that I might deliver you from the very power of sin and give you eternal life with me in my kingdom, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord. For those of you who don't understand, I just received a tongue and an interpretation by the Holy Spirit. You can read about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this was not me speaking. It was God speaking by His Holy Spirit to you. If you can receive it, God bless you. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Jesus at roberthames.com May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you who love Him in truth. Amen.